everybody. You know what song has been in my head for a week? When you're out in the club, don't think I'm not. Which is a Kenny Burress song that I have not heard since, like, what, 2000, maybe? And <laughs> I heard it once, and it has not left my mind since. When I'm in the club, someone's out, don't think I'm not. And I don't know about anybody else, but I hate when I have a song in my head, but I don't even know all the words. So I'm just, like, <laughs> also singing along just with the beat and I'm just making up words exactly so there's that uh, welcome to the Amanda Seals show it's Amanda Seals here and if I sound like I'm echoing it's because I am in New Orleans in a hotel room that is very tall Not, it's not like wide it's just tall like the ceiling is very very high but like for no reason <laughs> Because it's not like, it's not like I'm in a palace. Like, it's just a tall ass. It's just a tall ceiling. Sorry for cursing thing. Um, good day. Good day. Good Nails. Day. Good, good, good. Hello. <laughs> Cheerio. <laughs> Hello. Hello. Uh, I am, I am exhausted because I've been ripping and running, but uh, we have got some Black Hero news to share with you all. So Mike Pence was ordered to testify mm-hmm. in what the of Trump's uh, efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And we also got the segment, The People Versus with Jeremiah Like the Bible. He's going to come in and put somebody on trial today. I really am looking forward to this because <laughs> the internet was on my head last week and I want to see who <laughs> is taking the brunt this week. Speaking of uh, a bunch of people talking about things, let's get into the group chat. We got to ask y'all what we got to tell y'all why you should never tell the internet your business. We've got a example right here that is the proof in the pudding. And I just think it's one of these lessons that sometimes people have to learn the hard way. So we're going to get into that. And we got mo- so much more for you. So make sure you hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. And stay connected with us on socials at Seal Said It. Let's get into the day. Listen, laugh, and learn. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Good, y'all. It's Amanda Seals here, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. We are getting things going down with the Amanda Seals show. Uh, and uh, we got to get into some black here at news. I thought this was a story that definitely I didn't think would happen. And it's happening. Yeah, and neither did I. Former Vice President Mike Pence, he was just ordered to comply with a grand jury subpoena to testify in the special counsel investigation of Donald Trump's efforts to overturn the 2020 election. And, and you know, initially, Pence, he vowed to fight it and he was trying to use executive privilege and other constitutional protections, but this judge said, "Uh -uh, uh-uh, uh-uh, we need you. I mean, listen, they're all trying to get out of all of this. I don't feel like any of them are really trying to be in it the way that they're supposed to be because they are definitely complicit. Uh, We just saw that apparently Trump is not even going to be dealt with in terms of this whole indictment situation anytime soon because the grand jury for his case in New York isn't even going to see evidence for a month based on some delay that had already been put in the mix. And so here we go with the Teflon Don. But I will tell you this. I think Pence is going to be put in a real situation with his feet, you know, um, to the coals because he has been in the mix of this whole thing from the beginning. Because how do you under oath lie 
And then we can see like with our own eyes that you were absolutely not complicit with like, I don't think Pence was complicit. I don't think he was. I think that he actually was just going to get the short end of the stick. I tell you how he could comply with this, right? Okay. Plead the fifth, just like Donald Trump did with everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. I forgot about that. I forgot about the fifth, (laughs) but which by the way, why, why, why are we allowed to do that? I, it blows my mind, especially in, in something like this, some uh, a, a federal case like this. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand, y'all. Why are we allowed to do that? It feels like uh, that is just not practical, a, a practical way to get to the heart of any matter. If you can just plead out and be like, yeah, I'm good. But I guess if you're not a criminal part of the case, then you shouldn't be forced to have to talk. And mm. thus you shouldn't necessarily be put in a situation where you can criminalize yourself, I guess, you know, where you can, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, I can't remember words anymore. Where you can... There it is. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) Where you can incriminate yourself. Jeez Louise. So I don't know. We'll see what happens. Maybe he will plead the fifth. Maybe he'll get up there and all of a sudden get a jolt of ball juice and be able to say what needs to get said. (laughs) (laughs) That would be a great product, by the way. Like that to me could be a dope product name. Like (laughs) bottle up some ball juice and put it on Amazon and sell it. Like Listen, that's what they would be drinking before MMA fights. You know what I mean? Like, we, like that's where they would promote it. They would promote it at your wrestling events and MMA fights, and it would be ball juice. And like, then you go in and just pop, 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 kick, 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 pop, 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 pop. See, that's what ball juice can do for you. And you too, Mike Pence. And you too, Mike Pence. Ugh, the worst. Well, you know who's the best? Jeremiah, like the Bible. And he's going to be joining us when we get back to talk about some folks who are also sometimes the worst. The people of the internet. Y'all are relentless, but also oftentimes you're like on point. So, you know, we got to see what we got to see what y'all been talking about this week and who you all are talking to this week. When we get back, we got the people versus with Jeremiah Bible right here on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? We're here at the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, DJ Nails and I checking in with our correspondent, Mr. Jeremiah Like the Bible, who is back with another edition of The People Versus. Y'all know this yes, internet yes. is its own universe. And so we feel like let's let's find out what's going on in the universe. Jeremiah, please, who are the people on this week? This week, y'all, it's the People versus Latasha Scott. So if you don't know, Latasha is currently on SWV versus Escape and Escape, Queens of R&B on Bravo. And she's also finally going solo. Her wishes have come true. And she's dropping a gospel album. <laughs> but y'all, this rollout has more drama than the days that led up to the crucifixion of Jesus himself. It's so much drama around this rollout. Like, I've never seen so much drama. So let me just recap what's going on, y'all. So first on the show, her sister and group member, Tamika Scott, alleged that Tasha and her husband and stole 30k in royalty money from her. That's one thing. Then her and Candy had some, you know, shots back and forth across social media. Then while promoting the album, Tasha was on a podcast and she was recalling the story. Wait, while promoting 
the gospel album. This is all for promoting the gospel album, the whole press tour. Keep that in mind. She's on a podcast, you know, promote the album where they she's recalling the studio session where they recorded the infamous song, or the popular song, Softest Place on Earth. And she shaded both Candy and Tiny. And she said the reason she had to sing lead on that song was because it took Candy four hours to try to get it. And then Joe said that, quote unquote, Tiny sounded too nasally. It done went so far, y'all, that even SWV's Coco was in it. She posted a picture with Tasha on her Instagram, and the people was like, you need to be checking your friend publicly. And Coco <laughs> shut that down. She was like, I don't do social media. I'm not doing all that. Um, but between basically her portrayal on this show, social media shenanigans, the people feel like Tasha needs to be at the altar repenting and not doing runs for Jesus. So what's my verdict in the case of the people mm. versus Latasha Scott? I got to roll with the people on this one. I got to roll with the people. Because, you know, <laughs> the black church can be messy, but this sounds like a Tyler Perry play at this point. It's so much. Like, every day is something new. And it's kind of like, I don't know if Jesus is out on the cross for this. Tasha, I don't know. And where's the 30K? We want a 30K. Where's Timika's money? We have questions. So that's what I want to know. Where's the money? <laughs> but how y'all feel, Nils and Amanda? What y'all think? What are y'all, what are y'all thoughts on this? Where's the money? That's what I want to know. Where's the money? Where is the money? Listen, it's the fact that the 30K, like she didn't even say like, I didn't steal that. Let me help you find it. <laughs> That's the other part. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're like, yo, like I've had money stolen from me and I know that the person who stole it was the person who stole it because they didn't offer to help me find it. They were like, oh my gosh, I can't believe you would accuse me of this. How dare you? How dare you? But it was like, then why would, like, if you was house-sitting and the money was there before you house-sat and the money ain't there now that you're not house-sitting, guess what? You done sat on the money in the car when you drove so, away. So, listen, Latasha, I'm I'm with that. I feel like, I feel like she, she really... She picked the wrong genre. Yes, it's a hard, it's a hard uh, press run. It's a hard press run for her right now. The people want to know where the money at. They don't care about the gospel album. They said, where's the money? Praise community. I mean. They like, listen, you better tithe that money back to Tamika. (laughs) (laughs) She won't hurt 10%. Well, the people have spoken and this time the people are right. This time this people, the people are right. Last week, the people were wrong when the people were mad at me about my thoughts on Kamala Harris. But this week, the people are right. The people are right. Well, thank you, uh, Jeremiah, like the Bible, for tapping us in to the people in the universe of the metaverse of it all. Because listen, even though y'all be hiding behind fake names and avies, y'all do be saying some real things. And that is really necessary to acknowledge. So shout out to y'all. Shout out to you, Jeremiah, the Bible, for joining us right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Where can people get more Jeremiah Like the Bible in their lives? At Jeremiah Like the Bible across social media, you know. I ain't gonna steal no money from y'all, you know. Just tap in. <laughs> I might still a follow. I won't steal 30K. <laughs> Coming up, we about to jump into the group chat, all right? This is a case of never tell the internet all your business. You'll hear this lady's story next and you're going to cringe on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we Baby, pulling on my phone. Talk to me, baby. Pulling on my phone. Talk to me, baby. Call me, call me, call me. Get those phones.
phones now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seal Show. What's good, y'all? We're here at the Amanda Seal Show. And shout out to all my single ladies. Now, sure. nails. Mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of folks who just feel like, is it really them that they can't find a black man? Or is it something bigger than them? Like, I will tell you the, the, I think ultimately I'm with a black man because I've spun the block. Um, that that's really what happened. I spun the block and it just turned out that there was a black man in the world whose brain I had still stuck in. And then eventually we were able to come back together. Mm. But if that hadn't happened, I don't know. And according to this dating coach Anwar, apparently that's not a crazy notion. Let's check it out. My name's Anwar. I'm a dating coach for Black women. And so often I hear about Black women who are just focused on dating Black men. And I wanted to break down the numbers. So for every 100 men, 13% of those men are Black. So you have 13 men out of 100. Now, 80% of those guys are not going to be ready for a relationship. That's across the board. Yeah, so we go from 13 to 3. Now, if we take into account unemployment, underemployment, gay, and in prison, you are looking at two out of every 100 men, two Black men out of every 100 men that are going to be bare minimum available for a relationship. So that's one out of 50. Damn. And then he goes on to say that, like, if you're looking for a black man that has a certain level of income, that has a certain level of education, et cetera, then it go, the number goes down even more. Now, let me tell you, Nails, a lot of people were upset at the 80 percent uh, number. When he said 80% are not ready for a relationship, people were like, that is preposterous. That doesn't sound right. And he said 80% across the board. But what he was saying to me was 80% of any race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why people were bugging because that sounds pretty accurate. Nails, are you ready for a relationship? I'm not. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not. In fact, out here in this dating pool, I feel like somebody just pissed in the dating pool. Like the pool sucks. (laughs) But I mean, what are you looking for when you're dating? If you're not looking for a relationship, what are you looking for? What is it that I guess what I'm saying is if you're not looking for a relationship, what is it about the dating pool that makes it not work for what you are looking for? I think is, you know, okay. I know if I'm going out here looking for something to have a good time, it's going to be easy to find something just to have a good time. But for somebody to, you know, to... Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. That I would be able to bring home to mama and like be like, mom, But you don't want a relationship. Woman. No. Yeah. So yeah. I don't understand. You don't want a relationship. You want somebody that you can have a good time with that feels like a relationship or you want somebody that has the quality of a relationship, but just for a good time. Hold on. No, hold on. Let me, let me, let me. Cause I know I was that girl for many a men and it took me a while to learn that. No. So I like, I'm not necessarily looking, but I know eventually it's going to happen. You know what I mean? It's like, I'm not looking because a lot of my friends that are still in their committed relationships, there it was relationships that just happened. It fell in their lap. They weren't looking for it. I'm just saying like you're so you're dating with the intention, though, like, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay, I get it. I get that because there's there's a lot of folks that aren't. I distinctly Mm. remember that I like told this dude I liked him and he was like, well, I'm currently talking to seven women. (laughs) 
<laughs> At least he was straight up with you. He was jump. straight up. And guess what? He still bagged me. He still bagged me. Yes. There was like something, because you know what the mind trick is, is like, wow, you were so honest. That was sexy. <laughs> Okay. 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 So honesty is a good policy. Okay. Well, it's also just the idea of like, now I know I'm making a choice. And I think what a lot of people don't understand is that at least when you tell somebody what it is, they get to make a choice. And there's something very freeing about making a choice. Mm. Like you tell a woman what it is. Now we feel empowered to like make a choice. You can't go hold me back. This whole number (laughs) thing is interesting. And I know some of y'all are like, is this brother even black that's giving this advice to black women? Yes. He is a black man and he identifies as gay. But I think that what he's really trying to say is like, don't limit yourself. And I know for some people they're like, well, I think he's trying to tell them not to date black men. And I don't think that's what he's saying. I think he's saying, yes, date black men, but just know that the pool is small. So there's not going to be that many options. And if you're really trying to get like locked down, you're going to have to possibly expand your horizons. And I think, you know, to each their own. And ladies, remember, settle up. Don't settle down. You're meh. Now, coming up, we're going to go to the phone lines. We got something. We got we got someone calling in to talk about um, how this dude broke up with his girlfriend because Chris Brown gave her a lap dance. Damn, you Chris see? always catches strays. <laughs> now, that's a black man who's not ready for a relationship either. He on stage giving lap dances. We got your calls next on the Amanda Seal Show. Keep it locked. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Freaky Friday on the Amanda Seal Show. We're just talking about relationships. Here I am talking about being free, right? <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to the Amanda Seal Show, man. We always want you to stay connected with us on social media at Seal Said It. And chime in on the conversation that we have over here on the show and on episodes of the podcast at 855-AMANDA-8, 855-262-6328. It's Friday. We always let you jump on our phone lines and comment on any of the topics. So let's do it right now. This lady's actually got something to say about the man who broke up with his girlfriend after she got a lap dance from Chris Breezy. I'm calling about the Chris Brown uh, situation. Baby, he should have, if he wasn't there, he should have been happy to have him dancing. He's, he's Chris Brown. And if my man was being rolled up by Cardi B or Beyonce, baby, I would be videotaping and egging it on like, twerk your sh- give him his best bet. That's my type of lady right there. (laughs) Yo, hilarious. I feel her. Like, why can't you just enjoy the good time? It's Chris Breezy. 
Bruh's acting weird. Like, bro, you bought the tickets for her to be in the front row. That should be a badge of honor to you. If the tickets that you bought for your girl for the front row of a Chris Brown concert and he picked your girl to yeah. dance for the Chris Brown concert. Like, come on, Great bro. Perspective. Great perspective. <laughs> You're right. I like that perspective, DJ Nails. There you go. Y'all, just be careful out there. <laughs> be careful out there. Who knew that the that a threat to your relationship was right in front of you on stage? Right. You walked right into that. Gosh darn it. All right. Well, uh, we got to talk about Ohio State University. Okay. Ohio State University is advising students against voting in person on election day. When I tell you the voter the voter suppression is real, baby. We're gonna Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. Seals here. I don't want to not encourage y'all to call, but I feel like sometimes y'all be calling and you're like, yeah, this is a hot take. This is a hot take, but it ain't the take that y'all think it is. And so sometimes I think some takes are better like tested out in the internets of it all first. You know, drop it in a comment section somewhere. See how it do. You know, as a comic, you know what I mean? You got to try some jokes out in certain spaces and then you, you, you develop it and you bring it into a bigger space. So just saying. Sometimes I think that's the smartest way to go. Nails, how you doing right now? You good? You good? You I'm, good? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good, man. You headed to the weekend. I'm feeling good. You know, we start our weekends on Thursday over here at the Amanda Seals Show. Can't hear anything you said, so I don't know what to say back. Oh, really? <laughs> I said, oh, we start our Thursday. I mean, we start our weekends on Thursdays here at the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. We very, we are very big believers in the four day week, work week, and so even though we work five days a week, mentally. It's only foe. It's only foe. All right. Let's get into some black urid news. We're going to take it to the weird state of Idaho. It's about to become the first state to restrict interstate travel for abortion and Mary J. Blige. You know, executive produced two lifetime inspired movies by her songs. Two lifetime movies inspired by her songs. Mm-hmm. Cause when you say lifetime inspired movies, I'd be thinking like, oh, so she's gonna make movies inspired by lifetime movies? What oh, does no. that look like? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> we also got the Figo, Figo. Letdown. So stick around, and all of my uh, HBCU graduates, you are going to be featured. But is it going to be a big up or a letdown? Uh-oh. Stick around to find out, all right? Now, if you miss any of the show, remember you can listen to our daily podcast available wherever you get your podcasts. And speaking of podcasts, you can check out the latest episode of my podcast, Small Doses. Our podcast deb- debut every Wednesday, wherever you get your podcasts. And on Thursday, you can check it out on YouTube at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern, where we debut the video version. And this week's episode is Side Effects of Therapy. Mm-hmm. So you know I'm all about that with Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. So look out for that. All right, listen, laugh, and learn. When we come back, we got Black Area News for you at the Amanda Seal Show.
Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. I know Idaho for potatoes. That's what I was fine with knowing Idaho for potatoes. And now I'm having to hear Idaho's name just way more often than I would like to. What are they about to do now, Nails? Yeah, Idaho Republicans, they just set their sights on hindering certain residents from traveling out of state to get an abortion. And it's House Bill 242. It passed through the state house and is likely to move real quick through the Senate and it seeks to limit minors' ability to travel for abortion care without parental consent. So basically, they call it abortion trafficking. Wow. And they said it would be a felony and that those found guilty would face two to five years in prison. So if you're a minor and you don't want to have a baby because you don't want to be a teenage pregnancy, they are saying that if they catch you taking care of that in the way that you legally should be able to, that it is now a crime. Want to also remind y'all, this is what I mean by crime. Like we are very quick to just be like, oh, that's a criminal. Crime is whatever the ruling party decides that they want to make their own version of wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because listen, at one point, slavery was not a crime. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Like, I just want to remind us that, okay? It's going to be a whole new crime called abortion trafficking. It's a whole new hot off the presses. Defined in the bill as an adult who, with the intent to conceal an abortion from the parents or guardian of a pregnant and unemancipated minor, either procures an abortion or obtains an abortion-inducing drug for the minor. Recruiting, harboring, or transporting the pregnant minor within the state commits the crime of abortion trafficking. So... What they're saying is, is that if your cousin takes you across state lines for an abortion, then your cousin could do two and five years. Mm -hmm. And so can you. Mm -hmm. I guess. Well, are they trying to are they saying that? I was going to say people who are listening, make sure you pay attention to this. Just just like we covered other things like this early this week and last week. These are just the test states for these laws. They are trying to pass laws like this in every state where Republican is the governor. They are absolutely trying and they're succeeding. So make sure you keep your eye out and make sure that you guys start talking to your peoples about how you can challenge this. Idaho voted these people into into office and now Idaho uh, hospitals are starting to have to close down their obstetrics and gynecology units because they don't have gynecologists and obstetricians that want to work there because they don't want to be subject to criminality and litigation. There's a there's a hospital in Idaho that serves 9000 people and they just closed their maternity ward. And so now 9,000 people in the city will have to travel 46 miles for maternity care. Can you imagine? I mean, if, if you're trying to be a doula or a midwife, find that city and move there. You're going to be having a booming business. Booming. All right. Well, two things that couldn't be further from each other, Idaho and Mary J. Blige. <laughs> Opposite spectrums. <laughs> Idaho and Wyo. <laughs> well, that's it for Black Carrot News. Coming up next, we got the Big Up Let Down right here at the Amanda Seal Show. Don't go anywhere. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Listen. Laugh and learn. I wanted to say I am so happy for you and so proud of you, how you stood on your platform and how you uh, remain true to your comedy, to your truth. And I'm just so happy that you have your own show, girl. It's the Amanda Seal Show. 
back to the Amanda Seals Show, and we have got to get into this story. I love seeing the greats spread their wings. Y'all, Mary J. Blige is uh, expanding her wings. She's spreading her wings. She's she's going into a new space. Yeah, according to this old uh, news release, Mary J. Blige's Real Love and Mary J. Blige's Strength of a Woman will premiere back-to-back in June. These are going to be movies that are headlined by Adriana Alexis from Imp. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Higher, uh, she did 13 Reasons Why and Da Vinci from BMF and All-American with Princess Davis. Um, Austin Anozi, Milan... <laughs> Tess Foggy. Why would you even take up the mantle of saying all these people's names? We don't need to know these people's <laughs> names. Why are you even making this as a part of the story? Amanda Y'all, Faith what's happening is that, I don't know why, I'm looking at him like, why is he doing this to himself? Why? <laughs> but this Y'all, is the, this, basically this what's happening is Mary J. Blige is executive producing two Lifetime movies inspired by her songs, okay? Real Love and Strength of a Woman. Now, I know that if I was going to do movies by inspired by Mary J. songs, I feel like I would have chosen different songs. Like, I would have yeah. chosen like um I'm going down. I'm going down. It may be depressing. It may have to star Jennifer Connelly, who is the queen of depressing movies. But like that to me would have been like a real one, a real one. And if we want to do like happy, I would do like all that I can say. I think all that I can say is just like a beautiful song it was written by Lauren Hill. Like the video was just very like free and open and just bright, which is what we haven't really we we hadn't really seen that from Mary. Do you have any Mary songs that you would have wanted to see in a film? I honestly wouldn't even did these two. Like I would have did one long like hip hopper and called it based it off of her. What's the four one one album? Cause that album from beginning to end, man, like, damn. Mm. I would have done the same with my life. I feel like the, my life album just as a real raw guttural, like expression of love and the finding of oneself. It really feels like the journey of Krayshawn. Krayshawn Rock. Oh, uh, oh boy. <laughs> she could star like. in it. That'll be interesting. <laughs> you know, and at the end, it's like, if you look at my life and see what I see. <laughs> la, da, 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 da. Yeah. I mean, Mary J has so much just real raw emotion, you know, in her music. And when you look at these songs, you realize like, yo, this is not just like, oh, someone wrote a song and sent it to me. Like, I'm going to, I'm feeling these songs. At the end, when she sings, all I really want is to be happy. Yeah, like, really yeah. like, I know, girl, I want to be happy, too. <laughs> yeah. I want to see that. I would love to see a film. Yeah, I think Nails, I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. Yeah. So, shout out to Mary J, though, spreading her wings in the producer space. I think that's a real great step in the right direction. You know, we see her on the on the uh, Power uh Power Book 2 series. So we saw that she stepped into the acting space as well. She's going to produce both titles through her own production banner, Blue Butterfly, with Ashwan, with Ashana Ayers and uh, Cunicle Jackson as co-producers. And they'll premiere on Lifetime on June 10th at 8 p.m. 7 Central. Do the Mary. Do the Mary. That is it for Black Heart News. Coming up next, we got the Big Up Let Down on the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up.
It's time for the Big Up Letdown on the Amanda Seal Show. Almost weekend vibes over here at the Amanda Seals show. Your boy Nails holding you down right now. And that is Amanda Seals. It's time for the Big Up Letdown. We're about to salute somebody for doing something dope. And somebody is about to get the blows for doing something whack. Who you got today for the Big Up? Today's Big Up, Big Up goes to this dope partnership with Ocean X, and it's being launched as a partnership with Spelman College. Okay, let me explain. Statistics show that black and brown researchers only account for 6% of America's life science workforce. So this global ocean exploration nonprofit, Ocean X, has announced a historic partnership with Spelman College to offer students an in-depth experience with ocean exploration and marine science and operations. I love this. Let me tell you the real reason why I love this so much. I am a huge ocean fan. Y'all know that I love my, uh, my animals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, Amanda seals get it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and I became, uh, I started being cool with the, like the head of marketing for the, for NOAA, which is the national oceanic and atmospheric administration. And a lot of people don't know that NOAA is basically the organization, the government, um, it's the government administration body that protects our waters. So, you know, we have the national forest, right? And they, they, mm-hmm. the national forest, like administration, whatever, like they protect like Yosemite and like our forest, but mm-hmm. this, the NOAA protects our waters. And this was a brother, uh, shout out to Vernon at NOAA. And he was like, listen, there's like no black people in this field. And it's a huge field. And I just remember feeling like there's so many jobs that black folks just don't even know exist. Yeah. There's so many spaces that we don't even end up like getting a chance to step into because we're not aware of it because they don't come to our campuses. They don't recruit from us. And the reality is, is that we can be in any space. So just because there's this like stigma that black people don't swim and that black people <laughs> don't like animals, like this is not, <laughs> this is not actual and actual. I was thinking that swimming one. That was No, nah, man. So I just think it's like really dope. The partnership underlines Ocean X's efforts to increase diversity in STEM education and serves to bridge existing gaps in the marine sciences by equipping Spelman students and faculty with resources and opportunities across core areas. So we love it. And that is a... Big up, big up. It's expanding. It's expanding. And we love expansion. All right. Today's... Let down. Is the exact opposite of expansion. Okay. What it is, is ignorance and silliness and really just incrimination. Judge Joe Brown Uh has threatened to sue over rumors that he assaulted Cheryl Lee Rolf. Let me me hear the the audio. This man walked in, grabbed me by the back of my neck, turned me around and rammed his nasty tongue down my throat. Oh, my God. I was handling my business for the television show I was on at that time. He and I were on the same network. And everybody at the network saw it. Somebody at the network tapped me on the shoulder. They said, please don't. That's the kind of stuff that happens. Not Judge Mathis. I love him. He's a great man. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Now. (laughs) The letdown goes to the fact that she did not say Judge Joe Brown's name and yet Judge Joe Brown felt it was necessary for him to come forward and say that he was accused of sexually assaulting Cheryl Lee Ralph. Sir, 
you a judge and you don't know what an allegation is and what an accusation is. Explain it to me. Explain it to me. What you just did is confessed. <laughs> That's essentially what you did because this is the definition of a hit dog hollering. Dang. Hollering. She was on a network, Nails. You know how many people there are on a network? She specifically said Judge Mathis. It wasn't him. But that doesn't mean it had to be another judge. It's not like she was like, oh, the person who assaulted me was somebody who sits on the bench with a robe. You know, like she mm-hmm. didn't say any specifics like that. She just felt the need to specify who did didn't. And I get it because she's like, no, we don't want you to get any strays. But Judge Joe Brown, it's very clear that you sexually assaulted Shirley Ralph because you literally put yourself forward. And now he's saying there's false rumors being spread that I mistreated a certain lady. A Sir, certain lady. <laughs> she's already said her name. <laughs> she didn't say your name. This is another indication of when you need to know to put the phone down. Okay. Sometimes there's just, it's, it's, it's a letdown. Okay. It's a letdown. It's a letdown. But by the way, this was a time when Cheryl was on Moesha. And when we look at a picture of Joe Brown, I think we can all agree. He could have done it. Bye, Amanda. (laughs) More of the Amanda Seal show next. The Amanda Seal show. We up, we up, we up. We back here on the Amanda Seal Show. Amanda got me cracking up over here. She <laughs> making these jokes. Listen, uh, we always like hearing from you on the phone lines. Whenever you want to call us up, even if you listen to an old episode of the show and you hear something that you want to chime in, maybe somebody didn't say something, 855-262-6328. Again, 855-AMANDA-8. Phone lines are always open for you to just chime in. Now, what are your thoughts on the mass shootings happening in the United States? We've been having this conversation all week long since the the murders that happened down in Nashville, Tennessee, and the gun violence in our country. 855-AMANDA-8. Hey, Amanda, this is the bandit from West Philly. I'm calling, man. I, I feel like when it comes to the school shootings, I feel like we, we focus on the wrong things. The Constitution was made hundreds of years ago. 
that men have always been there. Americans always had guns. So, you know, it's not like they're making a considerable amount more guns than having more guns down than they had before. The fact is, it's something in the background. It's the way these kids are being brought up. It's the way the education system is. It's the way security is. It's a lot of other subjects. People always had guns. I'm not a big, I don't, I don't own a gun. You know, I don't, I'm not big on guns. I don't like them. Um, but people always had guns. So having guns isn't the issue. And I feel like if we keep talking about having guns as the issue, we're ignoring the issues that are changing the people mentally, you know, emotionally and, and, and and, you know, causing these things to happen this way. Okay, well, let me let me correct him real quick. People have not always had guns in this amount. When he says that there aren't more guns being made, he's actually wholly incorrect. There are actually a lot more guns being made. Mm-hmm. Originally, uh, and we can say like up to like the 70s, majority of people had guns for the purpose of hunting. And that was what the guns were used for. We didn't see a surge in people having individual guns for protection until after the 70s, okay? After the Vietnam War and until we saw the NRA, start really pushing and promoting people needing guns for protection. Then we saw the repeal of the uh, AR-15 gun ban. And -hmm. we saw that gun now being produced, not simply just by the first producer who, uh, who made the rifle, but by a number of other manufacturers. So actually he's actually not So actually, he's actually not actually correct. There are way more guns in circulation in America. And there has also been a marketing to Americans to protect themselves with guns. Originally, the actual Second Amendment is literally three lines. And it says that people should be able to have guns and be a well, I mean, a well-regulated militia. The word that we are not paying enough attention to is regulated regulated okay regulators mound up correct (laughs) so when we look at that and we say like oh wow there should be a regulated militia what we're saying is that there should be laws that are in place on the ways in which Americans are able to own guns and to what end. And let me also add that when I say Americans, I'm not just talking about civilians. I'm also talking about police officers. If you look at England's police force, all police do not have a gun. There are special portions of this police force that are armed and they are only brought out for specific crimes, et cetera. So think of like SWAT. Mm -hmm. Right. But like Mm -hmm. your regular guy, your regular police officer who's doing traffic stops, they don't have guns. Why would they need a gun? Why? So when we have these conversations, I really love that you guys are calling in so that I can get the opportunity to, to, to dispel for you a lot of the misinformation that's been floating around that makes us think that we are helpless. Mm. It is a lot mm. harder to fix something as nebulous as, man, we got to change the way people think in this country than it is to change the things that are very finite, which is we got to create laws that force people to think differently. And that's what I'm trying to suggest. We have to think differently about how we create this society versus thinking about how the society creates the laws. Mm. <sighs> I've been reading nails. Yo, yo, See, yo, that's yo, the thing. A lot of people don't be reading. <laughs> Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. Yeah, I get up every talk about these guns. I get up every day and read. Okay. <laughs> Just so I can come on here and be like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> For real. Well, speaking of <laughs> 
Speaking of guns, Florida House has passed a gun bill that's going to allow a concealed carry without a permit. Why? Why, Nails? The Wild Wild West. We'll talk about it. That story's coming up next on this fun show. <laughs> Informative show. The Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Amanda Seals show. It's Amanda Seals here with DJ Nails. And uh, I got to say, we've been taking calls from people about, you know, just what's been going on with the gun violence. And I did a lot of reading this weekend and y'all are giving me a lot of opportunity to to share the knowledge I've learned. And honestly, it really feels good to be able to be here on the air with y'all and share this information because this is the exact reason why I wanted to talk about what went on, with the, the tragedy that took place at the Covenant School. Because I know that so many people are, are caught in one mind state about gun control because of misinformation. And mm-hmm. so I hope that uh, those who are listening, if you haven't heard the show, that you go back and check out the podcast because you can get the Amanda Seal show wherever you get your podcast. So you can check out just kind of the the counterpoints that I've been providing. Because if I'm being honest, DJ Nails, I'm proud of myself. It's always <laughs> nice when you read and then you can use what you read. <laughs> and like, it's like it's while like you're reading, you're like, wow, I'm reading. <laughs> it's, it's like learning the Pythagorean theorem or whatever and actually using it. <laughs> Yes. So now I see that's in my brain for no reason. A squared plus B squared plus C squared. I don't know where to do that and why to do it. But shout out to the young ladies down in Louisiana because they figured out what to do with it and uh, they done done some things. Okay. All right, we're going to get in some things. We got some Black Year news for you. Nails, what are we going to tell these people about? We're going to take, take it down to the Sunshine State. Florida just uh, passed a gun law that will allow people to carry concealed weapons 
without a permit. And we're also going to get into Amanda's small doses segment of the show, too. Yes. Got to tell you about our latest episode. Then we have our segment, The People Versus, with Jeremiah Like the Bible. Yes, the people, they be acting up. And when I say the people, I mean y'all. <laughs> I mean y'all. Y'all be acting up, but y'all also be rising up. Y'all be speaking up. And we got to find out who the people are speaking up against this week. All right. So stick around for Jeremiah the Bible and the people verses. Remember to stay connected with us on social media at Seals Said It and to give us a call at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Listen, laugh, and learn. Stay at the Seals Show. Y'all see Amanda Seals show. It is Amanda Seals, and both Nails and I have spent quite some time in Florida. So this one right here hits home, literally. Florida is Florida, and again, <laughs> lawmakers down there in the Sunshine State in the House of Representatives, they actually passed a bill Friday that would allow gun owners to carry a concealed firearm without a state permit. And this passed with a 76 to 32 vote, you know, but HB. 543 will go to the final floor vote in the Senate. It looks like Ron DeSantis just loves the wild, wild west, huh? Because he's really trying to create it in sun in the sunshine state. Really? I really don't understand when I look at like all the different things that he's doing. I'm like, what is he trying to create? He wants there to be no diversity and inclusion. He wants white people to not have to know anything about their history of being uh, harmful or racist he wants LGBTQI plus people to no longer feel welcome. He doesn't want workplaces to consider discrimination. He doesn't feel like people should have to have a license to just carry a concealed weapon. What is the actual world that he is setting up here with all of these bills? I have I have an, a, a theory that he's not doing anything to benefit the citizens of Florida. He's doing what he thinks is going to look good for him on a national platform for the Republican primary. He don't care what, what the citizens of Florida have to deal with. I think he's just honestly just doing this for self gain to make himself look good for the national base of the Republican party. So he can get that nomination. That's how I'm, I'm convinced that's what he's doing. Now I know this is going to sound, I know this is going to sound very ideological and I might even take this back, but in my heart, I really don't think that the, the Republicans of this country at large are holistically as extremist as he is. I think there are, of course, a number of Republicans who are extremists. I think there are, of course, a number of people who are Trumpers, right? Mm -hmm. But I also feel like he's just like a very, very extreme Republican. And we know that a lot of the Republican laws that are being passed are based on the minority thought, right? 
Like mm-hmm. a lot of the people in these states, they actually don't support the abortion laws, right? They actually don't support DNI, uh, DEI being suppressed. They don't right. support these things, but yet the lawmakers in power are doing it just because of whatever reason they want to. I may be being hopeful beyond logic, <laughs> but I just feel like if he is doing all of these things to like impress the nation so that he will get the the Republican um, nomination, it seems to me like there's more extremism here than I think America has demonstrated. But I could be wrong. I hope I'm wrong. I hope I'm right. I hope I I'm right. But I think I, it's going more so like a owning the libs type of thing he's doing. He's owning the liberals. Yeah. Well, you know what? I think that the way this ends up going a lot of times is that people are all down for all of this stuff until it affects them. And Mm so, you know, we just got to hope and see that it affects them sooner than later. What do you all think? 1-855-AMANDA-8. Am I being too hopeful? Just keep it real with me, y'all. Call me up. 1-855-AMANDA-8. All right, up next, we're going to talk about the latest edition of my podcast, Small Doses. So stick around to find out what we're talking about this week. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. And this week on my podcast, Small Doses, we are talking side effects of therapy. Nails, um, you said you have been to therapy before, yes? Yeah, I have. Yep. Yep. What did you like about it? I actually like the fact that they allowed me to be transparent, talk about everything, literally dug deep and reminded me of things that I forgot about my life and my upbringing. Just, you know, uncovering things that, you know, back in the past that might have triggered certain things in my life today. Why did you think it was valuable to know that about like the past connecting to the today? Because it helped make me who I am today and some of the issues that I feel like I had been battling. Like some of those are triggered by, well, I wouldn't say triggered by things that happened in the past, but actually, you know, the things that happened in the past are the reason why. The, the way that I am today. I mean, if that makes sense. But how does that help you in knowing that? Uh, well, one of the things I did was I take a step back and I just, you know, I, I guess it changed my thinking in certain ways uh, because mm-hmm. realizing not everybody was brought up like I was and not everybody's thinking of things the way that I think, you know? Because I really feel like a lot of people are very accepting of like things that they do that are harmful to other people or even harmful mm-hmm. to themselves. Mm-hmm. And we get told like, you got to accept yourself. You got to accept every part of yourself, not realizing that there are lots of your, maybe not lots, but there are parts of you that are the result of a trauma. Mm-hmm. And so you don't have to own that. <laughs> like right. you don't have to be stuck with that. And I think there's something that happens when you are able to connect the dots of why you do this thing and where it came from. And it gives you the power to feel like you can change how you react. Now you can Mm -hmm. change how you respond to that trigger. And I think for a lot of us, we don't feel like we have the power to do that. And so that's one of the ways in which therapy can be really helpful. And we're talking about that on this week's episode of small doses with Dr. Raquel Martin, PhD. We talk about just also just the uniqueness of finding black therapists and what that can mean for how you relate to therapy. And also the fact that there's a lot of other therapies than just like talking to a therapist. But as we continue to see the community, the black community be more responsive to therapy and the reasons why we need it, even though Candy, Candy Barrows was 
was on small doses last week and was definitely not trying to hear me about going to therapy. <laughs> I'm just like, do you see what's going on in your group? <laughs> Y'all need some therapy. Uh, but this week, we decided to delve right into it. So make sure you check out Small Doses Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. And if you want to watch it, you can go to YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. We debut new episodes every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. I'm in the chat talking with y'all and all that good stuff. So make sure you get to have both experiences because the audio and the visual are two uh, sensory treats. Okay? Because that's what we're doing right here, giving you versatility. All right. We got more for you right here at the Amanda Seals Show. Uh, we got to get into the people versus. Jeremiah like the Bible joining us and gonna tell us what the people are mad at when we get back. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Talk to me, baby. Now. 24-7. Make sure you call us up 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. It's group chat on the Amanda Seal Show. All right, here we go, man. Thursday, Friday Eve vibes right here on the Amanda Seal Show. We love hearing from you, so you can call us up anytime, whether you listen to a live episode of the show on the radio or you're listening to us at your house or at your desk, on the job, on the podcast, wherever you get podcasts, you can chime in at 855-262-6328, 855-AMANDA-8. We've been letting you guys vent on the phone lines with your thoughts today about all the gun violence happening in the country and possible solutions. All right, let's go to the phones right now. You know, one thing that didn't make sense to me, you're talking about how, you know, how guns are, are used, or not used, but how they are procured kind of in, in Japan, United Kingdom, and all these other places, and how the, the rate for each person having a gun to the crime being committed. In Japan, it's very, very illegal to have guns. United Kingdom, very same thing, very similar. It's very illegal to have guns. And finally, it is not the fact that there's so much gun violence. It is just the fact that, that people don't understand gun control and gun safety. You shouldn't ban guns because crazy people are getting a hold of them. They will get a hold of them regardless. And I understand, you know, that's a point that a lot of people use for my gun rights. And, and it's something we need to work on from the inside. And it starts with the school system and how people are being treated. Though I hear the, and I completely agree with this understanding that we definitely have a mental health issue in this nation as a whole. Yeah. We have a dietary issue in this nation as a whole. We have a workplace issue in this nation, but we have a culture issue in this nation as a whole. I think we ultimately also have a failure to regulate the militia. And the truth is that without those regulations, we have a bunch of folks who are a problem. And to simultaneously say we have a mental health issue in this nation, but we don't need to do anything about guns is bonkers. <laughs> if you live in the hood and you find out that there's way more robberies happening, are you going to say, well, I'm not going to lock my door because they're going to find a way in here anyway? Mm, how about that analogy? <laughs> No, you're going to go get bars on your windows. That's real. <laughs> That's real. You nailed do. that. But I want to just give you all these percentages. In 1999, a survey asked gun owners why they owned a gun. Almost 50% said hunting and 26% said protection. By 2017, those numbers had reversed. 67% said they had a gun for protection and only 38% said hunting. And I also want to point out that it was after Obama's election that there was a huge surge in gun ownership. And you mm. cannot tell me that that didn't have something to do with these scared white people feeling like, oh, now the Negras are going to rise up. Yep. 
Well, I really appreciate you all calling in. Uh, and, you know, it's interesting that all the calls have been with the same exact rhetoric. And I hope that the information I've been providing does change some of y'all's mind. one 855 8 is the number. Give us a ring. one 855 The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's Amanda Seals here. This is the Amanda Seals Show, and I am Amanda Seals, your favorite comedian and common sense specialist. I've been rocking out with DJ Nails. What are your thoughts on the mass shootings happening in the United States? We've been having this conversation all week long since the the murders that happened down in Nashville, Tennessee, and the gun violence in our country. 855-AMANDA-8. All day, people have been saying, well, it doesn't feel like there's anything we can do about gun control because the issue isn't the guns, the issues is mental health. And that we really shouldn't be worrying about trying to get less guns or lessen the access to guns or removing certain guns from the streets because at the end of the day, if crazy people want to do something, they're going to do it. Mm. Well, let me just give you another analogy. In Oakland, there has been a crazy, like, just run of robbery, car robberies. Mm. So what people have started doing now is they will literally just empty out their car, roll down the windows... And park with the windows open. Like, listen, there's nothing in here to steal. Damn. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) Go figure. (laughs) The math be mathing. (laughs) So you're not going to see change unless you change. Mm -hmm. And this idea that we need in, in this paralysis, while we continue to see things happening, is... You know, the the definition of insanity, the definition of insanity is to continue to do things repeatedly the same way, expecting change. Yep. Yep. America and the mental health issue as it relates to guns. It's not just the people that are carrying out the crimes that have mental health. It is the way America is dealing with the crime because we're looking like we're insane. I'm on one. I feel like I'm saying a lot. I feel like I'm I'm coming at you. I really feel like my brain is really cooking, really cooking. Well, speaking of the gun violence that's happening in this country, we're actually going to talk about this GoFundMe that is doing really good for one of the Nashville victims uh, killed in the shooting. And Amanda is about to talk about this list that we had yesterday that a lot of y'all put color purple on, one of the Mm. top 10 worst black movies of Mm. all time. Yeah, got a little dissertation for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got some issues with people's responses. <laughs> also, we have our big up, big up, let down, and more. So stay connected with us right here at the Amanda Seal Show, one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. And of course, you can check us out on social media at Seals Said It. Listen, laugh, and learn. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around.
the Amanda Seals show. It's your girl Amanda Seals checking in right here with DJ Nails. Yeah, so this gun this is a GoFundMe that was started for one of the victims that was murdered uh, down in Nashville, Tennessee. The custodian um, uh, who was murdered along with the five others down there. His name is Mr. Michael Hill. Man, listen to this. 61 years old. He worked for the school for 14 years. And last I saw on this GoFundMe, um, it was yesterday, well, actually, it's up to 494000 That was the last time I saw on the GoFundMe how much they had raised. The, the goal was only $25,000. So, so many people are donating for his funeral uh, services, expenses, and other things that he his family would like to donate that money to causes around that city. It's just beautiful always to see how people just feel like, okay, I got to open up this wallet. And I know a lot of people don't got money right now. I mean, not that anyone ever really has a bunch of money like that because this nation is always on some weirdness, but you know what? I got to be a part of helping this family and this, uh, this in this, in the wake of this tragedy is it's yeah. bittersweet, right? Because it just seems yeah. like we have to see such darkness in order to see such light. And it's a Pyrrhic victory at the least. Um, it reminds us like, oh, wait, maybe maybe we're not all bad. Yeah. You know, yeah. maybe we're not all bad. Now, when we come back, um, we may not be all bad, but some of y'all are people with terrible taste in film. <laughs> and you ain't got no business. <laughs> you ain't got no business making lists about the best and worst movies. And some of y'all don't know enough about film to be talking about film. But I do. <laughs> it's also my show, so I'm just going to do it anyway. Keep it locked right here because we're going to talk about the color purple when we get back. Because I've been hearing some disturbing responses to the color purple. And I want to get into it. This is the Amanda Seal Show. Stick around. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Okay, y'all. Welcome back. This is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I am a lover of film and cinema. DJ Nails. Okay. DJ Nails, have you seen the film The Color Purple? Absolutely. I've seen the film and I've seen the play. Ooh, look at you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to see you that. I'm going to raise you that my brother from another, Brandon Victor Dixon, was nominated for a Tony for originating the role of Harpo in the play The Uh-oh. Color Purple. A Color Purple. Oh, yes. Shout out to amazing. I got to go to the show. I got to go to like the opening of the show and I was sitting two rows in front of Oprah and Gail. And I was like, how oh. am I sitting in front? Oprah and Gail? Right. How is that? <laughs> okay. So we, we talked about this list that's been circulating on these internets of like the top 10 worst black movies of all time, by the way, belly two was on there twice. Uh, some other films that were on this list were, uh, all Tyler Perry films. Um, they also had Soul Plane on this list. They weirdly had Precious on this list, okay? Um, they had Big Mama's House 2 and 3 on this list. But they also had A Color Purple. And I have been, like, confused as to how A Color Purple could end up on this list. But Nails, I've been seeing some other commentaries about A Color Purple. First of all, I've seen that there's a lot of men who have an issue with the movie because there's no positive Black male characters huh. in the film. I've never heard of this before until this conversation, like angry, like this is not a black classic because there's no positive black men in the film. I mean, come on, man. I, but it is a black film, though. 
Also, for what it's worth, in the in the book, Mister is a redemptive character. Like he at the book, you know, he does change his tune and he be and he is a, a grandparent. But mm-hmm. in the book, we see that like at the end in a in a short way, right? Mm-hmm. But we don't see like the full realization. There's a movie made about a about all black characters except for one, the woman Miss Sophia was working for, mm-hmm. right? Then you have a black author, a legendary black author, by the way, iconic Alice Walker, who wrote the source material. Then you have a slew of black actors in this film that are incredible. Okay. And they said, well, if it's not a black director, then it's not a black film. Please stop. Because that would mean that Amistad (laughs) is not a black film. Even though Jamin Hunsu was up in there talking about give us free, give us free. That would mean, okay. (laughs) Like that would mean that coming to America is not a black film because it was produced and directed by John Hughes. And y'all know that's a black film. That's not black. <laughs> Come on now. <laughs> you know him best as Joe, the policeman on the what's going down episode of that's my mama. Give it up for Jackson Hyde Stone, Randy Watson. <laughs> <That wasn't good. laughs> good and terrible. Glad we chatted about that. Glad we got to talk about that, guys. We talked about it. That is it for Blackyard News. Coming up next, we got the big up let down on the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.